Oh, what a waste of... We should have kept that for... um. Behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to another episode of Charlie and Ponyo. Hello. Hello. Hello, Governor. That's Charlie and I'm Ponyo. You ready for another episode, honey? Born ready. Strap yourself in. Yes. It's going to be awesome, 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 Hope you're awesome best, episode. Beth Lust? Yes. Best life. Mm-hmm. Can't even talk. It's going to be a good episode, especially mm. the end credit song. Well, this week, happening? so it was your turn this week, I'll give the listeners a bit of a hint in terms of the song. Okay. The original song was released in 1983. <clears throat> 14 years later, quick maths. Quick maths. 1997. Right. Somebody else did a cover of it. Boom. We'll be playing the original version. Yeah. More about so, the original version. Keep that in mind, listeners, and um, well, hopefully... I just realise what song you're talking about. <laughs> what do you mean? The remix one. Yeah. Uh. Did you not know? No. Nah. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's so obvious. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we're playing just, the original. Yeah. You prefer the original. Just the end, I reckon. Yes. <laughs> so, honey, we've been mm. watching the news and we're seeing this news about this guy that's winging it. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> it, he was going on a flight. So he's third lesson in, mm. flight instructor here in Sydney. They take off, the flight instructor passes out. Poor man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Allegedly he was too high. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I put the word allegedly in there because you can use that if you ever get sued. You, oh no, I didn't say he was he was he was whatever. Alleged, I was allegedly. <laughs> this is what you're gonna do when you murder somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, just, I was allegedly holding the knife. Yeah. I allegedly threw her off the balcony. Yeah. Ponyo off yeah. the balcony. Okay. Uh, yeah. So allegedly, blah blah. The the it's the, not the instructor the <laughs> the. The learner. Baby, can you talk today? The learner had to freaking land the plane after third, after his third lesson. So he had the the tower guide him on how to fly yeah. the plane. I Imagine that after th- you you've had two solid lessons. Yeah. You're starting to understand what a wing does. Yeah. You're understanding what you know a couple of the meters and the reading does. You're holding the steering wheel. Maybe probably not even holding the steering wheel. Yeah. It's crazy. Third flight up, you have to land the thing because old mate is allegedly... About to cark it. Yeah. Man, that would be so scary. A tough life. Oh, but thank goodness. Imagine if he crashed. But he didn't crash it. He landed it safely. Not a nick on the plane. Yeah. Um, Give credit to the guy in the tower providing the instructions as well. Yeah. He was very calm. And I think that helps in those type of situations. Oh, you need someone calm on the other end of the thing. Can you imagine me? I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. When uh, when have you winged it? Tell us your best winging it story. Oh, castings. Castings. Yeah. What like as in casting a mold? <laughs> casting as in when I'm going to auditions or. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, yeah. You have to. They yeah. give you, they don't give you a lot of details in terms of what your character would be. So they'll give you a piece of paper or they'll 
let you know a few details for bullet points and say, hey, this is who you'll be playing or what you'll be doing. Mm. Be that person. Boom. Boom. Casting catch is hard. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Definitely. What about you, babe? Oh. Every day. Winging every day. Right now. Winging it right now. (laughs) Winging in every sentence, I say. Oh, gosh. You know, sometimes when you talk, you don't know how the sentence is going to finish. You done? (laughs) (laughs) Just winging it. So. Yeah, I don't know. You you do a good job at winging it, babe. Yeah. Can't really tell. Nah. You you put on a good performance. I would cast you. (laughs) Encore. So, Charlie's been listening to a new album. Yeah, after travelling my ass off last week. <laughs> so, what, do you want to give us? You want to give us a quick album review, babe? Oh, <laughs> I thought you wanted to hear about my pains in my soul. No, I hear every day. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Tool, Fear Inoculum. Yeah. You were so kind. Because uh, it was on Friday. Yeah, when it was released. Yeah, I called you up in the morning. Mm. You're probably in the toilet, but I was like, "Oi, can you please? Oi. <laughs> can you please purchase the new tool, tool album for me?" I did. And you did. As a good wife. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And tool, fear inoculum. I, I guess this is an album review. Yeah, that's what I said, babe. So you don't even listen. Oh no, I was too busy. I was too busy watching that. These. These weird chicks with eyebrows. <laughs> what's with what's with eyebrows? They make or break a person. Oh hell yeah. Absolutely. They make or break a person. It's funny that you said that because I was looking at all my old photos and yeah. I thought to myself, how the hell did you and my mum let me leave home with the thinnest eyebrows ever? They were so <laughs> pointy as well. They didn't even frame my face, they just completely ruined my face. I'm Looking. glad I didn't know you back then. You did. We were dating, babe. <laughs> yeah, we were hey, dating. Your eyebrows they were, just were th- uh, th- a little thinner. Thinner, but pointy. You didn't have the Cara Delevingne no, the eyebrows mono. that you have now. I like my eyebrows now. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Oh my goodness, I spend so much time and money on my eyebrows now. Yeah, no, you do a good job. But yeah, I mean, just with some people, though, I think they take it too far. Well, yeah. It's like, it's almost like with makeup as well, like... Some people, so, and I'm talking about girls in particular because they're usually the ones, they don't know when to stop. There's that, I wouldn't even call it a fine line. There's just a black and white of... Okay. Yep, you've got makeup, you're putting foundation, you're putting... Found, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you've got this giant cheesecake factory on your face. Yeah. And then you're just like... <laughs> and, then, and then you have to keep... Uh, they keep touching it up and stuff during the day because like... It starts caking on there and when they start smiling and their crow's feet come on and the, the smile line on their mouth and the little crease in the top of their, in the middle of their head, it just starts caking in there and you're just like, ooh, you look like Ronald McDonald. <laughs> you're so mean, honey. Like, ooh, you need to dial it back a bit. So you're not, you're not into the makeup? No, I'd rather, just a little bit, like not, a little not, not you into Not you personally, but other people. No, I'm people. talking about me and then, I'll, and then I'll get to you. Okay. A little bit of a splattering on me, you know. Yeah. Ten seconds. Yeah. You know. I usually just slap myself in the face on my cheeks. It gets a little bit of a red glow. <laughs> then I'm good to go. So I usually try not to, you know. Let oh, the, pinch it. Pinch your cheeks. Yeah, you try to let the pores breathe. Oh, that's so important. Yeah. Oh, but my gosh. I'm just, yeah. Ugh. Girls, 
especially girls that wear makeup to go to the gym. I cannot fathom that. Yeah, I mean, well, they're going to the gym for the wrong reasons, obviously. Absolutely. Um, so. Style over substance really mm-hmm. is one of those things. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to reverse it these days. I've been telling people substance over style. Mm. Because. I like um, that. It's just a big, like, style over substance, yawn. It's so vapid. What else you got? Anyway, back to the Tool album. So 13 years since they released their last album. Wow. Uh, their last album was called 10,000 Days. So this is the one that was released in 2006. Yeah. And How many of so them are that, in the band? Four. Four. Are they still together, all of them? Yeah. All the same band members? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they've been around for since oh, the 80s. Mm. 80s, early 90s. And what they, category? Progressive. Well, people always call them prog rock. But I hate that term. What does prog rock mean? Like progressive mean? rock. Okay. What does progressive rock mean? It sounds like new metal. <laughs> what, compared to old metal? Yeah. Okay. Like you got old metal, <laughs> you, got class, you got classic metal, old metal, then you got new metal. This is... you got pro, prog rock. I'm learning because... You got rock, you got yeah. pro, progressive rock, you got old rock. Yeah. There's, like, there's, there's so many subgenres, but I don't even classify it as, them as prog rock. They just, they're, they're in one silo now. It's called Tool because oh. no other band can sound like Tool. Oh. Well, I was listening to a bit of it earlier. Can I was I, trying to play it for you, but... Can you, I just say, yeah. it's perfect for the gym, especially if you're doing weights mm. or anything and you need oh, to gear up for it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah, but, I, it's, but it's not really... A, I know you don't listen to... Ponya doesn't listen to metal or prog rock or tool. No. But... Other people would. It's very meditative. It's, it, there's a... Uh, they used to be, I don't know, aggra- a little bit aggressive sounding. Yeah. But it's more meditative and uh, oral. Uh. Auditory. Okay. I always think of music... Um, Oh, have you ever heard a thing called uh, synesthesia? No. It's where you, when you hear something, it's like you can, if you see something or you hear something, it you you taste it, or you you if you hear something, you feel it. Oh. I always think of tool as when you run your hand across mm. a hologram. Mm-hmm. You know those holograms, and it, it's kind of bumpy a little bit. And you yes. Can make that scratching yeah. noise. Yeah. There are, uh, I always picture Tool as like a, little, a hologram that you run your hand over. Ah. But it doesn't end. It just goes infinitely. Oh, wow. It's got no corner. That's a really good way of describing Tool mm. for somebody, for, for people who have not listened. Yeah. Yeah. I think about that with all music mm. when I think about it. I think you mentioned this before. Oh, did I? Mm. Oh, for me, that. when I listen to music, it takes me back to a certain place or a certain feeling. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's my connection with music. Ah. Mm. Yes, yeah, so Tool, Fear Inoculum, newest album. It took them 13 years. The last album, 10,000 Days. It was about Maynard James Keenan, who's his, his mum, mm. who had a, a stroke. Yeah. And it took her 10,000 days from when she got the stroke to when she passed away. That's really sad. And yeah, but it's such a great album. Yeah. And it took a while to get into, but then I heard this album and I think I listened to it the first time, I was like, it's really studio polished. Yeah. They've matured even more than what they had from their last album. And it just sounds, it, I've listened to it now four times. Just, oh, I love it. Yeah. More and more. Okay. Can I just say, 
You played a video on YouTube and I really enjoyed this. It was this guy, I cannot remember his name, how he did, how somebody managed to obtain a copy of Tool before the release. <laughs> yeah. And he was going through the story about that. <laughs> yeah. We need to put that link. So guys, if you want to hear the story about how the Tool album was released, um, I'll, I'll put the link below. I'll find yeah. the link and yeah. I'll put it in the description. Yeah. It is hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely well edited. I don't yeah. even know the guy's name on YouTube. He's, oh, quite, yeah. he's quite popular, right? He's yeah, got yeah, yeah. more than half a million views. So I give him credit for that. It's, absolute, it's good storytelling. You know what it is? He's a good storyteller. Yeah. That, yeah, made, the, that made it work. The idiot who stole the album. Or yeah. Who, who, so he stole no, he, it from Target. But no, he's an idiot. Not Target. He, he works at Amazon. Oh, that's... Is yeah. that right? He, uh, he works for a company that had the Tool album okay. yet to be released. Yeah, so he got it early. Long story, uh, too long didn't read. Yeah. He got it early. He didn't know how to rip a CD. <laughs> and so he was in Vegas and he had to take it to someone and someone ripped it for him and took all the credit. Yeah. <laughs> and this is all done online as in just communicating. On Reddit. On Reddit. Yeah. Love it. Well yeah. done. No. So it got leaked five days earlier, but I uh, didn't want to, couldn't bring myself to listen. You need to, When you listen to Tool, you need to listen to it with, like, with good. And we purchase it. So goods, yeah. we're supporting the band, which oh, is important, yeah. Yeah, which is sure. very, very important. Love Tool. Mm. What else is going on? Oh, just enjoying. Being alone? Yeah, a bit of me time. Mm. I really liked it when you were away. Yeah. I was fine. So I was, I was just chilling, reading a book. I don't know. Oh, yeah, cool story. <laughs> uh, good, good lonely chats. <laughs> um. What do you want me to say? No, because I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna, you know. I thought you were gonna it's tell. A good story. No. Oh, I got heaps of stories. Where do you want? So when I was traveling, and it's one of those things when you not get about so work, babe. Bored. No, no, no. <laughs> it's just, it's just one of those things that you uh, are consciously unconscious of, or unco- unconsciously conscious of, but you uh-huh. don't realize it. Uh-huh. And I noticed it when I was at the hotel, uh-huh. and I'm downstairs, and there's. A bunch of people hanging out by themselves, but instead of being in a little isolated, just being there, standing there by themselves or something, mm. you know what I mean? Like if you're at the, so like for example, at the front waiting for a taxi or a, or a cab at the front of a hotel. Yeah. Instead of just standing there and just standing there and being present in the moment, people want to create the bubble around them. So they whip out their, and what I mean by that is people whip out their phone. Yep. And they get on their phone mm. and they're engrossed in this little digital screen and it's their little bubble to... Shield them away from everything yeah. else, which is pretty sad. But I get it sometimes. I mean, if you're a chick walking home dark at night, you probably still shouldn't be looking at it. No, you at, shouldn't. At least... You should be well aware of your surroundings. Mm. But a lot of the... Uh, yeah, for sure. Mm. But a lot of people do it like at, and then we went to this restaurant bar and then I sat down at the table and everyone else went and moseyed around mm. and looked over at people and they were sitting there by themselves, but they were all on their phone. Mm. So there's a few rules for myself. I would not look at my phone at the train station. Mm. I have a fear of if I'm being 
too busy with my phone, I'm worried that someone might push me and I fall off the track. Like, you can't help it. Because sometimes it can, it's very busy, babe. You don't catch the train, so you don't know. You know what I mean? So it can be very congested, especially during peak hours. Uh-huh. So I try not to look at my phone. Yeah. Unless I'm looking for the train timetable or something like that, but no. Yeah, and walking, walking home or walking anywhere, it's just rude. Yeah, I just, I just, like, I just notice it from just like a, from an interactive standpoint with people, you know what I mean? It's mm. like, people would rather do that and have interactions with their phone. And let's be honest, if you were to, if you were to in serious dire need for help. Yeah. None of those people on your phone in your social media, like on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, they have, what's the new one? TikTok. Mm. Um, they're not going to come there and, and give you a jump start if your car batteries. However, <laughs> if your car oh, batteries they differ. <laughs> However, they'll help you rip a CD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's, that's, that's with them at its, at its core. Oh, definitely. That's it's so, that's always. What's in it for me? Absolutely. You can always ask the internet for something if there's something in it for them. Oh, for sure, babe. For sure. But it's just, I I don't know, I just think it's just, it's a strange thing uh, to witness in today's day and age. Because you take your mind back 20 years ago, even more, 25 years ago when we were kids, Mm. we didn't have the internet. No. And so we actually had to be creative. Yes. And we actually had to use our friggin' what's in between our ears mm. with use our brains mm. to actually be creative, create art, create mm. music, just do something to pass the time. But that's something I think that this generation or this new generation that has been born with the internet, social media, the entire... Self-entitlement. And the attention spans of 15 seconds, 10 seconds of the social media generation is, it's a real... I don't know, it's a real detriment to society. Oh, of but course. anyway, that's enough of my rant. <laughs> Babe, you can go on. I know you're very passionate about this topic. <laughs> oh, that and elevators. Can I tell you? Yeah. When I was... Ca- sorry, lift. When I was jumping <laughs> in the lift this week at this hotel, I was... Conscious? So, yeah, I was so sketched out by this lift. Oh, hell yeah. It was one of those ones where you would get to the floor and then it would do a little bobble. Uh-huh, uh-huh. A little bobble and I'm like, ooh. What's with that bobble? Uh-huh. Is that the brakes not working? It's catching <laughs> on a little bit, but then it's not sliding a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I wait the doors open and then I wait. Yes. I wait a second and a half and then I'm out yes. real quick. And I, so, I, ghost through the, I ghost through the door. I'm absolutely with you. Ever since like, that news right. story that we, we yeah, yeah, were seeing week. last week, yeah. I would, what I would do if I'm by myself in the lift, I would actually, once the doors open, I would mm. hold my hand out to make sure mm. the sensor is still working and the doors are still open and I quickly <laughs> run out. And yeah, I make sure I step over <laughs> so in a way that I don't, Step between the... You the, probably look like a weirdo. I do, but I don't care. Get the security cameras. <laughs> CCTV. I look like, like an look idiot. At this, look at this chick. <laughs> you know how people... Some people quite... They have OCD. They don't want to walk on the line on the concrete. Yeah, did you ever used to do that? You know, you've yes. got uh, tile squares yeah. when you were a kid. You never used to want to walk on... And then you always used to try to walk on like, yeah. every second step. Well, that's what I was trying to do in the lift. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to jump out of it and not touch anything. Well, was what I've noticed is I'm more aware now 
of the uh, there's like a permit or there's like a oh yes little stamp there saying last checked last certified oh and I'm like what the fuck was this lift last looked mm. at because mm-hmm. if it hasn't been looked at in a while. And if a lift is too full, when it, even though it says can fit up to 20 people, but really, mm. you know, <laughs> eight people maximum, yeah. you're like, I'm not risking yeah. it. I'll take the next one. Yeah. Or Especially I'll take the, the stairs. Are in the li- no, I'll get the next one. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, gosh. Scary. <laughs> talking about being alone, mm. are we uh, talking about Atlantis? Oh, Yeah. This is really this is, interesting. History time yeah, with Charlie and Ponyo. New, this is my new thing. What if, not new. You have always been into history, babe. Yeah. You, I, you I, are, you're actually a geek. Yeah. No one knows this, but dear listeners, Charlie is the biggest history geek Yeah, flavor ever. of the flavor of the, it comes like, It's like a flavor. It comes across every now and again. But the flavor of the month, this one was uh, Atlantis. The lost, yes. The lost city of Atlantis. Oh, amazing story. And so this is on... Uh, Gaia, if anyone knows. But then there's another cool guy, Jimmy. Yes. Um, bright Inside. Uh, he's on YouTube. He's got this really cool video. Oh, he's got these really great Should page. we put a link to that? We can yeah. put a link to that. He's mm-hmm. got a really great um, page of insights about Atlantis because he's saying that they were looking at the... Well, he's part of a, a group of people that say they're looking at the wrong place because they should be looking at a place called the Rickat structure. Question. So where were they looking at previously? Where did they, they think they were, it was? They were looking at the, like at the bottom of oh, the, the oceans ocean. at, oh. you know, like off, off the southern Greek coasts or uh-huh. they're looking at it off the coast of like Sri Lanka and stuff. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of places all, that they, they were looking at it, but it's he's saying actually, it's, it's actually hidden in plain sight. Yeah. And it's called the Rickat structure, which sits on the northwestern African coast. Yeah, and you, you and showed me the satellite photos. Oh. Yeah, and so it's, it's hidden in plain sight. And the thing is, it's, everything sort of rings true about what Plato was saying about and Plato Atlantis, is... the ancient author mm-hmm. um, who got handed down the stories of, you know, Genesis. So mm. the Bible talks about it. Mm. You know, Islam talks about all of the, the ancient religions talk about a great flood that happened. Yeah. And they were talking about a great civilization that got wiped out. Mm. And uh, there was a whole civilization that created, uh, you know, allegedly <laughs> created the Great Pyramids. They mm. created the Sphinx. They mm. created some of the temple. I mean, you guys can read all this later on. Mm. But one of the things is that there was a thing called the Younger Dryas period, which was about eleven to 12,000 years ago that melted the ice caps and then raised seawaters. Yeah. And it created the giant flood. Yeah. The flood ran through, and so apparently North Africa, where Egypt, Libya, Sudan, West Morocco. Coast of Africa, Morocco. Yeah. It was all fertile green land back yes. then. Yes, then luscious. got flooded. Earth moved a little bit, and then the next thing you know, it became a desert. And the winds and sands of time just slowly encroached on it and and took it over. Wow! And uh, but you can still see you can go on a Google Earth now and go yeah, look have at a look, the, guys. It's called the Rickat structure. Definitely. It's, called, it's also the slang for it is called the Eye of Africa. 
because mm. if you look at Africa, it, it looks like, like an eye. Of, it looks like the head of a tiger, and yeah. then it's, there's an eye right there. Yeah. And then they say that's where. Um, yeah, guys. Seriously, if you're not a geek, just geek out for this one. It's I'm not I'm not into this, but when I saw, I'm like, yeah, I'm convinced. <laughs> I'm actually convinced that's for real. Hey. Yeah. I would love to go there. Yeah. Well, this guy did. What's one of the other oh, guys? Oh yeah, this cool, and this cool guy who he was just so into it. Yeah, he's like passionate about it. He's like, I'm going, I'm going to go to the Rickout structure and just like film it by myself. And then he went there. Yeah. And he's just walking around just saying, this place looks crazy. You can, it's all, it's flat. He walked around the circular rings because there's three circular rings apparently of, yes. of how, what Atlantis look like. And he's standing on each one of them and he's saying this, it's flat and you can look down into what was effectively a circular seabed. Yes. Where ships and stuff would come in. And he's just like. And you see all these strewn rubble and stuff, and it's like, it's crazy. See, this is going back to being alone. What he's doing is mm. absolutely perfectly fine. Mm. He's doing something out of his comfort zone, going somewhere because he's seen something on YouTube or has been researching about it and going, you know what, I want to record this. Yeah. And I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely fine traveling on my own. It's a yeah. good on him. Yeah. Yeah, brownie points, Tim. Oh, 100%. It's better than reappropriating teachings and <laughs> oh, for sure. recycling and repackaging ideas that oh, are I hear uh, hundreds of years old. You know what <coughs> that is? Resilience training. <laughs> you know what that is? That's plagiarism. Simple as that. Yeah. Plain and simple. Mm. Just acknowledge it. It doesn't mm. hurt to acknowledge anybody. Mm. That's true. credit. Credit where it's credit needed. Credit is due. Yeah, absolutely. So, we're going to play the music, babe. Oh, did you want to, do you want to chat about it? I've been ranting on for ages. No, no, babe. I'm, I love it when you rant on. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Here we go. Here's a song. So like I said, guys, the original song was released in 1983. Who by? The Police. Ooh! <laughs> and the original song title is actually called Every Breath I Take. Am I correct? I hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> and then... Yeah. 17 years later, 1997, mm. another version with, at that time, mm. it's called I'll Be Missing You with Puff Daddy yeah. and Faith Evans. Yeah, about Biggie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, and that's original... what I mean about reappropriation and repackaging of something that was but really they, good originally. But they did credit the police, yeah, right? right? Yeah. On that note, love this song, babe. Well done. I can't wait for my song choice next week. It's my turn next week, right? Yeah. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Be Live good. Your best life. Yes. <laughs>